الحمد لله السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته عليكم السلام ورحمة الله والحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على المبعوث رحمة العالمين سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين so alhamdulillah we don't have a mic today so the audio will be funny Enrique says just use sign language <laughs> we laugh at it but imagine if one of your family speaks sign language you know if your son or daughter speak a sign language it means they can't hear or they can't speak every second of your life will have a bit of pain no matter what food in front of you, no matter what clothes you have, no matter what money in the bank account, every time that thought comes to your mind that your loved one have this disadvantage, in your opinion or a worldly scare, you will feel something. And that applies to any test from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, any sickness, any problems in this life, it takes away something from the from the joy that we feel all the time, relax, you know? We laugh, <laughs> really, when we laugh, we laugh. When we enjoy food, we enjoy food. When we travel, when we take pictures and videos and drives, all this, just for us to reflect in this life, that this life is temporary, it's very short. And we are here to be with like the, a bird with two wings, you know? Gratefulness, and patience. Yeah, and only Islam teaches this. And the Shaykh just read exactly the same ayah. Allah says, فَأَمَّا الْإِنسَانِ إِذَا مَبْتَلَاهُ رَبُّهُ فَأَكْرَمَهُ وَنَعَمَهُ It begins with the honoring. It says Allah will test human being by honoring them and making them live in luxury. نَعَمَهُمْ فُمْ نَعِيمُ And that's the Jannah described with Naim. Some people in dunya, they live like in Jannah. Yeah? Allah says people will think that this is a blessing. No, this is a trial. It's a trial to, for, for, for those who have to say, Allah's given me this. I need to find out who is less fortunate and I will share with them. I will help them out. I will call on them, you know. And on the other hand, Allah says, وَأَمَّا الْإِنسَانِ إِذَا مَبْتَلَاهُ رَبُّهُ فَقَادُرْ عَلَيْهِ رِزْقَهُ As for the opposite, if Allah make it tight, make it hard for the person to make a living in this life, the people will say, humiliated, less blessing. You know, maybe, maybe Allah doesn't like them. Maybe Allah is punishing them. Allah says, kalla. It's not la. La means no. Kalla means no way this is right. No way the way you calculate, the way you think, the way you reflect, the way you assume is correct. This is a trial. Both of them are tests with the blessings for you to be grateful. But for, subhanAllah, most of mankind, they say, yeah, I have a network, I have skills, I have a CV, I have a resume, I have degrees, I have qualifications, I have, I have, I have, I have. There is no mention of Allah give me the degree, or Allah give me the knowledge, Allah give me the intelligence, Allah, yeah? Because the Prophet said, everything in this life is divided, even al-ajz wal-kasr, even those the intelligence and lack of it is divided by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to test the human being. So we have Ramadan and the Prophet called Ramadan Shahru Sabr. Yeah, is the month of patience. What does that mean? It means 
you need to learn patience from this month. You practice every day for 30 days, in and out. What? To control your most, you know, used to habits, eating and drinking. And yeah, everybody gets thirsty and hungry and missing this and missing that. And you still patient and you still control that pain. And also patience in obeying Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You know, that also needs patience. You need patience to turn up for taraweeh every night. You need patience to pray, you know, every on time. You need patience. Ramadan comes. And also you need patience to keep away from haram. Every time something, you look away from it, it's okay, that's not good for me. And that's haram. In, in Ramadan. I'm not going to say that. It's Ramadan. That is a month of patience. And in the Quran, it mentioned the best example of patience. Subhanallah. The best example of patience was Ayyub alayhi salatu wassalam. Ayyub alayhi salatu wassalam, he is a prophet and messenger for the Old Testament, for the New Testament, and for the Quran. For all the people who believe in God, Allah gives them one example, this is patience. He is an example. Case study. His, his wife was from the, the, lineage, the lineage of Yusuf alayhi salatu wassalam. Can you imagine the beauty of his wife now? She is just you know, very beautiful woman, but very pious. And he was not only a prophet and messenger, he was very rich businessman also. So rich and blessed with everything. So many children, so many palaces, so many farms and animals. These people will look at him and say, Oh, I wish I was like him. He is not only righteous, he is righteous and rich at the same time. You have dunya and akhra at the same time. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wanted to teach them a lesson. And he chose, Allah always chose the best to give the difficult test. Yeah? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the Prophet said, If Allah loves you, he will test you. So when you are pious and righteous and pray, and you still have difficulty at home, you still have difficulty at job, you still have difficulty with family, with money, it's not that your action is not accepted, actually it is multiplied. Allah has given you good deeds and raising your rank with the difficulty at the same time because you cannot achieve the same amount of good deeds just by praying. So Allah will give you the little bit just to raise your rank and to guide through you other people. This is subhanAllah. He sickness like this and he still smile. SubhanAllah, we have a brother in this community. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give him the best recovery. You know? He got the worst results from the test. And his smile was that big. He says, Alhamdulillah, Allah chose me. Wallah, he says, it's better than Hajj. This is his own word. He says, this is sickness he have better than being in Hajj. Because when you're in Hajj, you have many others sharing with you Allah. <laughs> you know, sharing with you the dua, sharing with you the Kaaba. But when you're sick by yourself in your own bedroom, nobody to share with you the dua. Nobody to share with you the joy that you see Allah. I'm your slave. I am, I trust you, I hope, I rely on you, I love you. That is incredible. And wallahi, this brother is teaching all of us to hold on that relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ayyub alayhi salatu wassalam was tested severely, he lost everything. Everything, every, not only the children, not only the everything, the money, the children, the, you know, the wealth, the farm, the homes, everything was lost, even his own health. He lost it all, that he was bedridden, that Nobody come to visit anymore. They were scared. So scared they're going to be infected. To the degree that the people start to have bad omen, they says, oh, he, is, he must be very bad. <laughs> Look, 
this rich quickly people he must have been so bad Allah is punishing him so hard you just weeks ago you said he's the best he's righteous he's this now he, because he lost to the world you think he's bad no so the, you cannot measure the akhra with the dunya if somebody you know is, is poor doesn't mean he is not righteous somebody is rich doesn't mean he is super blessed no nothing to do with the blessing of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Ayyub had nothing to eat or drink his wife has to go and and do the worst kind of job serving homes and doing low job just to earn a living so they can feed him and that would make him really hurt not the sickness not the disease not the loss of things it is the humiliation of his wife and we she asked him she said messenger of Allah you are a prophet make dua he's not making dua <laughs> he's not asking Allah to take the sickness away or the test away He's just praying and thanking Allah, making dhikr. And she kind of, he felt that she's losing hope. And believers shouldn't lose hope. He felt from her talk that she's losing hope. He says to her, how long have we been living in, you know, in comfort? How long? She said, all our life. 50, 60, 70 years. He says, and can't we just wait for another 50, 60 years before we ask for Allah to take the difficulty? But it is not, yeah, it's not possible for human to be like that. And when he saw this and he was worried for his wife's faith, it's not for himself, he made dua. And in his dua, he didn't even ask Allah. He listened to, in the Quran, Allah could, recorded, Rabbi, inni masaniya dur wa anta arhamur rahimin. That's what he said. He said, Allah, I've been touched by difficulty. Touched? <laughs> He's being soaked. Yeah, lost money and wealth and homes and children and everything. Everything in health. And he says, Ya Allah, I've been touched by difficulty and you are Arham Rahmi. Nobody will be more merciful, more merciful, more caring, more loving than you. Full stop. He did not say take anything away. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows. Allah says, فَاسْتَجَبْنَا لَهُ Immediately Allah revealed to him. Immediately revelation come to him. أُرْكُدْ بِرِجْلِكَ He can't move, man. He's on the ground. He's on the ground. Allah says, just move your feet. Same, it's exactly the same as it was revealed to Ismail Ismail the baby in Kaaba. You know, move your feet and Zamzam came out. Ayyub move your feet. Just use your heels. Hits the ground and the spring of water comes out to cure him. That will cure you on the inside and outside. It's a medicine. It's a miracle water. He drinks it, it cures the inside. He washes with it, all the outside is beautiful. But when his wife comes back, she didn't recognize him. He's looking around. <laughs> she said, have you seen you know, old sick man who's lying down here? Wallahi, you look like him when he was young. <laughs> he reminded me of him when he was, you know. He says, don't you know me? Subhanallah, don't you know me? I am a you. You know, I am your husband. I am. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala answer our dua. Yeah? So this is the Quran. That's what we read. That's what Ramadan came for. Is to teach us to be patient. Teach us to trust Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Teach us that this life, 
If you have it or don't, it doesn't have anything to do with your relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It's all trial from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make it easy for us. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to take the difficulties from all of us. We ask Allah to fill our life with ease and happiness and success and prosperity. We ask Allah to fill it with iman and taqwa. We ask Allah to protect our children. We ask Allah to raise them pious and righteous. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to teach them Quran, to teach them iman. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make them reason for our happiness in this life and the hereafter. We ask Allah to accept our Ramadan. We ask Allah to accept our fasting. We ask Allah to accept our qiyam. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make this a happy Eid for the whole Ummah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. We ask Allah to make it the joyous for all our families and our community. We ask Allah to make all of us reason for happiness wherever we are. We ask Allah to make all of us reason for happiness wherever we are.